0: You're listening to an Airwave Media podcast. ABC tonight. Special Agent Will Trent, Georgia Bureau investigation. I told him I'd bring my best.
1: Will sees things that no one else
0: does. Based on the New York Times best selling series.
2: Why Will
1: Trent? He's good police, and he's objectively hot.
0: See crime. Put out an Amber Alert. There's a kidnapping. Through his eyes,
1: he read that crime scene like it
0: was a book. Rodriguez is. I'm a pretty observant guy. Will Trent. Series premiere tonight, tonight Central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey there, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura.
1: I'm Michael. And I am Spencer, boy genius.
0: Yes.
1: Did y'all watch Dexter's Lab? Yes. I loved Dexter's Lab, um, but it, it went through that thing that some shows do, where it has towards the end of its run a slight animation change, and with it a weird change shift in some of the voice actors' styles, mm-hmm. and I you can tell. And I didn't watch those. I stopped watching it when that happened. Um, but and this is just classic. You know, was this? Early two thousands, late nineties, mm-hmm. classic cartoon network. I was
0: I was heavy. I was I was heavier with uh, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. personally, I even had the Game Boy Color mm-hmm. game of that. But uh, I mean, they both came from the same producers. But, yeah, and- <laughs> for me,
2: for me, it was Dexter's Lab and Samurai Jack. Those were my two nice.
1: Cartoon Network shows. I love Dexter's Lab. There's, I love the characters. Like the parents are just such. Especially the dad's such a moron. And... Yeah, you know how many shows have been
2: ripped off from Dexter's Laboratory? Mm-mm. I mean, like Family Guy, you have a baby who's a genius
0: and a dad who's an idiot. Yeah,
2: yeah. and then like, um, what's the
1: baby geniuses? What's the show with Timmy Turner? Oh, Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, yeah, that one. Their dads are very similar. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, uh, all that to say, I'm presenting a theory about Dexter's Lab. Dexter lets DD Dee Dee wreck his lab. Why? chaos engineering Hmm. and this is posted by deleted they got deleted from reddit Mm, i'm gonna say that every time (laughs) all right so here's the that's your
0: one contribution to the show michael no it's not your (laughs) one contribution but the fact that you're the one that has it in our head now Of they got deleted because what they wrote was so bad yep did you get out of my laboratory? <laughs> okay.
1: Um, I think my favorite episode is when he and Mandark fight using the presidents from Mount Rushmore. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm thinking Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> oh anyway, okay. In Dexter's lab, Dexter's older sister is always this ever present force of chaos. Anytime she enters his lab, it's basically a guarantee that she'll break something, somewhere, and sometimes ends up destroying the whole thing. She's been doing this literally since Dexter was an infant. But no matter what she does, Dexter's immense laboratory is always back by the next episode. No worse for wear. The reason why he's able to rebuild so quickly and always come back from these devastating DD events is because Dexter learned early on that chaos is a great teacher and there's very little more chaotic than his older sister. He discovered the principles of chaos engineering and DD is his chaos monkey. His (laughs) way of learning to build durable systems by suggesting by subjecting them to the ultimate torture test that is his sister, the idiot with unlimited ingenuity. (laughs) An arms race emerges, Dexter builds things, Dee Dee wrecks them. He finds ways to build them better, more durable, and able to be more easily replaced, only for Dee Dee to break them again and start the cycle anew. In fact, there's an episode where he even gets fed up with her and actually fires her and ejects her from his lab, only to go back when all replacements end up being disappointing. This is really what I think supports the theory because it implies that he could kick her out and keep her out at literally any time. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't. In the episode where Mandark is introduced, Dexter goes to his rival's lab and is completely awed by the quality of science. So much so that he even shuts down his own lab, basically in shame, but then gets the idea to sick DD on Mandark. In typical fashion, she ends up completely obliterating his lab. (laughs) In the same episode, he's presented as Dexter's superior, but after that, they've always portrayed as more or less on even terms, which leads me to believe that Dee Dee's destruction was a setback he was never really able to recover from. Dexter does get mad when she destroys stuff, understandably so, but I don't think he's putting up a front or anything. He's not pretending, he does get legitimately angry when she blows something up or ruins an experiment and often kicks her out of the lab for it, but it's always temporary, Dee Dee meddles and breaks stuff and constantly makes him mad, but Dexter keeps her around because she teaches him to be a better engineer.
0: So real quick, (laughs) I'll just say there was an extra comment that was way long um, from commenter, I think her name was like, hey, it's Stacy's mom. (laughs) Um, And she was actually explaining the episode where Mandark was introduced. Actually, Mandark and Dexter fight each other in mechs Mm -hmm. and Dexter loses. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
0: the... um, like wager or whatever the the condition of the fight was that Dexter had to shut down his lab and Mandark was like in love with Dee Dee yeah, at that, that point. Had a huge yeah, crush on her, Yeah, And so he got Dee Dee. Okay, yeah. And yeah. then Dee, Dee went up. in there and wrecked everything. <laughs> um, oh, and it was because they were fighting because um, they were both pulling a lot of power from the city power uh, plant. Yep, yep, yep. And so one of their labs needed to shut down so the other one could work at full capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
1: uh I remember that. Yeah. How <laughs> did you bring it up? Um okay. So this is interesting. Um it's not any kind of like mind-blowing thing, you know. It's not like a "whoa" kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And honestly, it doesn't really take a whole lot to there are no really large leaps of logic to actually believe this. So it's really more just of an interesting discussion of is this something that Dexter's character would do? Or is this wrong? Or is it just written this way because it's a cartoon and there has to be a recurring episode every week? And so that's the only way to do that. Hmm. Yeah. So um, who wants to say anything about this before we move on anymore?
0: I will. I'll just say I think it is a very interesting thing. And I think I remember I I would have thoughts about this when I was a kid watching the show of like if he's a boy genius, why can't he – Keep his mm. sister out of there. Right,
2: yeah. right. You would think that would be one of the first things that he comes up with. Exactly, as an idea, you know, I some mean, sort of invention.
0: All the he could make so many different traps yeah. and booby traps and security, and security <laughs> to keep it safe. You know, I he's mean, able to
1: keep everybody else out for the most part. Yeah.
0: Yeah, doesn't he? His parents don't even know about no, it. No, do they don't. They? In
1: fact, no. I remember one episode where his dad is so mad. He's like, "Dexter, I can't believe you never told me about your lab." And Dexter's like, "Oh no!" And it's a Labrador Retriever. <laughs> oh yeah, the dog. Mm-hmm. I forgot about he was that. was always episode. so happy yeah. looking too. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's it's this is a very. I feel like this is in the same vein as our discussion on Pinky and the Brain and if Brain lets Pinky stay around, just because he wants, or what was it, um, or Pinky fakes being
0: dumb, dumb, yeah,
1: uh, so that brain will continue to fail or whatever. So it's it's a little bit of the same kind of thing. Of this is something that happens just because we need an episodic story that we have to have a foil. Otherwise, if they succeed with what they're trying to do, the show's over. So you can easily make a case that okay, this is just writing because there has to be a show, otherwise there's not a show. But that's no fun, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So why not have a creative explanation for it? And in this case, it's that he is using this chaos engineering. Now, this person doesn't really, I feel like, come out and say directly that this is an intentional strategy enacted by Dexter. Um, like he has this moment of recognition of recognition of, okay, this is what's happening. I'm going to employ chaos engineering and just going to go ahead and let do, let this happen.
0: You're right. Especially the second paragraph mm-hmm. of OP's statement of Dexter does get mad when he destroys stuff. Understandably so, but I don't think he's putting up a front or anything. He's not pretending. He does get legitimately angry. Yeah. Like. So it, it it does sound like you're not saying that he wants her to come in and do mm-hmm. it and is like, "Now come in, Didi, and right. test my things." You know, like he's So yeah.
1: what I was going to suggest is that it's almost is it possible that he has a subconscious uh, plan for chaos engineering that he doesn't like there's almost there's some part of him that understands that he becomes a better scientist as a result of dealing with her shenanigans. But he doesn't outright say, "Oh, this is chaos engineering," and so I'm going to benefit from it. You know, do you get what I'm saying. No. So
2: it's it's more of a side effect rather than an intentional plan. kind of
1: like you know she this starts ever since he was born or whatever. No matter what she does, so it's always back by the next episode. No worse for where. I wonder if it's just an ingrained pattern rep- repetition for him, and that the reason why he doesn't get to a breaking point, which he does at one point, and it's like they said, he keeps her out. Um, but he subconsciously realizes that after he puts something back or learns from something, he's better for it and just kind of continues the cycle rather than, like I said, having a sit-down, oh, I understand what chaos engineering is. If I let De- Didi do this, I'm employing this principle of chaos engineering, so I'm going to let do that. There's a difference between employing this these, these principles and just... Kind of adopting what ends up being chaos engineering.
2: It's it's reacting instead of yeah being proactive and and causing it to happen right. Like yeah. we can
1: label something for what it is yeah. in hindsight, while not realizing at the time that is what what we're doing. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's it's like a workout for his brain because he's mm-hmm. constantly having to. Rebuild stuff and yeah. think things through in a different, slightly different way. And it, it kind of sparks his creativity. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Well, let's that's move on to some point. comments, yeah. If unless you all have anything else. No. Um, all right. So we'll start with Bravo November. I wonder if that's any reference to Johnny Bravo.
2: <laughs>
0: Foresha- or not foreshadowing anymore. Sort of. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, we're in a time Callback.
1: Loop. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording this.
0: Anyway, we're recording out of order.
1: Bravo November says, I like it. I always assumed that Dexter's lab was just ridiculously huge and so stupidly massive that even if DD caused widespread chaos and destruction, it was merely a fraction of Dexter's overall work. However, it's a fun idea that Dexter is also so smart that he can easily bounce back from DD's setbacks and actually incorporates it into his work. Um... You see, there are always like montages or little sequences of him building something and you just see hammers going all over the place mm-hmm. and clouds of dust. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's got robots and stuff to help him. So, um, and then we have deleted, which I assume is the original OP responding to that comment saying, another thing is that Dexter actually tends to just stop caring about his equipment or experiments the second he deems them complete and they just apparently lay around taking up space. Like half the things DD blows up are things Dexter probably can't even remember what they're for. That's an interesting point. Yeah,
0: I could see that. Maybe it's almost like a, you could speak more to this, Spencer. What if maybe Dexter has an ADHD component there of like once the thing is done. Oh yeah. Ready to move on to something else and yeah. become so focused on that. We forgot about what that thing Absolutely. was.
1: Absolutely. Uh, hyperfixation. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the same kind of principle of, you know, a hobby you get obsessed with and then you're done with, you're ready to move on. It brings you no satisfaction, no dopamine anymore. Mm-hmm. Or even, um, you know, when I buy a Lego set, for example, I get so excited. I'm building <laughs> it. I love it. I love the process of putting it together. And then, but I've never been a person to play with what I built. I love the building process and the final result. But yeah. once that's done, okay. And even as a kid, when I would, I never built things from from scratch. I always followed the instructions. And then once they were done, they're done, and I'm on to something else. He's done with so, it. So <laughs> that's that's a good point, Laura. Uh, Another person, sweated, sweetened, sweatened, sweatened and an S.
0: I know. It took me a long time (laughs) to type that because I was trying to make sure I spelled it right.
1: They said, I thought he did it for the insurance. So we have kind of a family (laughs) matter situation going on with Steve Urkel. Um, (laughs) Then we have sadly returned RS, DD is her name. D is a letter of the alphabet. In the Greek alphabet, it is correlated with delta. In mathematics, delta is the letter of change. The uppercase <laughs> form is most often used as quantitative, finite change, like in sums or summations of series. The lowercase form of delta is the shorthand for derivatives and calculus, which are another kind of continuous change. DD is the chaotic agent of change. Um, that's...
0: That's amazing. Nuts.
1: I mean- <laughs> That
0: I, is amazing that, that that person dug all of that out of her name being Dee. Dee. Which is yeah. funny. Like
1: I could see that being an intentional thing by
0: like the creators, creator
1: just for fun. Like yeah. probably knowing that no one would ever get it. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Um, not that genius, but <laughs> 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 um, put things in there that I know people don't understand. And then, yeah. Um, and then finally, the final comment is from what are the Their comment is, Omelette de fromage. I love that. Oh, I love- wasn't
0: one of the creators' name like Jin- Jindy Tartakovsky? Yeah,
2: that's the creator of both Dexter's Laboratory and Samurai Jack. And mm-hmm. Powerpuff Girls. Yep. And he also did the um, very first Clone Wars animated series oh. before it became computer animated. Wow. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I'm um, one of my favorite. I mean, I remember that episode, but my favorite, because there's like a sequence of him doing stuff, is yep. when he's like. I know if it's a musical or an opera. Oh, Mledu yep. fromage. I just remember
0: the girls swooning over him out on the playground. Oh, yeah. Yep. du <laughs> fromage. <my> <laughs> Say it again.
1: Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. So we've got some good comments. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> we've had some good comments. We've had some good discussions. So it sounds like we're probably about ready to write this theory. We need to take a quick break, but before we do, I need to ask you guys something. Okay. Okay. Do you own any Fan Theory Queries merchandise? No. No. That's what I thought. How can we expect anyone to buy our shirts, shirts, mugs, bags, hats, and other accessories if we don't believe in our own product?
0: Wouldn't that be counterproductive? I mean, the point of our merch is to make a profit to help fund the show's operational costs. If we spend money on our merch, then we'll need even more sales from listeners to cover those additional costs.
1: I have a red Fan Theory Queries phone case. And how much did that cost? It was on sale for $15. What's the average profit we make on our merch? Uh,
0: about $2. So now we need to sell at least eight items to recoup those costs. How many items total have we sold to date, not counting your phone case? Three. Ouch. Hey, listeners, here's an idea. During the break, head to shop.fantheoryqueries.com and purchase and peruse our large selection of merchandise. If you use promo code BADMATH, all one word, you can get 15% off your order for a limited time. Thanks, and we'll be right back.
2: Monsters are as old as humanity itself. Monsters embody our fears. Yet, they help us define the boundaries of what it means to be human. We know most monsters aren't real, yet we can use monsters to learn about reality, psychology, biology, folklore, literature, critical thinking. We're on a journey to learn about the world through the lens of monsters, and we hope you'll come along with us. Subscribe at Monstertalk.org. Hey Matt, did you know that wombats poop
1: cubes? Nope, never heard that before.
2: Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken?
1: Just so we're clear, that wasn't a joke. We're really offering a discount for listeners 15% off with promo code BADMATH, all one word. Hopefully, that will entice some of you to at least go
2: browse. And you know, the holidays are coming up fast. I mean, who wouldn't want a Fan Theory Queries hoodie or coffee mug? Who wouldn't want Michael to just go over our rating scale already? Jeez, I was just trying to help. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory, it's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them.
1: All right, so here we go. We have our rating scale. We've pitched our merch store. Let's give us some ratings. Is Dexter employing intentionally chaos, whatever it's called, uh, chaos engineering by letting Didi wreck his lab? I'll go ahead and kick this
2: one off. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this one's unlikely. Okay. I just don't see it happening. There's not enough evidence to prove that it's true. And... <sighs> I honestly, I'm looking at the show thinking this is just another <laughs> way for them to have multiple episodes. You know, mm. that's just kind of my mindset with this. It's a character written to create
1: situations. Like if the Joker got locked up in Arkham and never escaped. Exactly. Okay. All right, yeah. Laura, what about you?
0: I'm still thinking. Oh,
1: should I go? Maybe what I say will help you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is a tough one, again. I, I think I'm going to go with plausible on this one with the caveat of uh, what I discussed earlier that I think he is employing the principles of chaos theory or chaos,
0: not that. Chaos engineering. It's something different. Yeah,
1: <laughs> without actually maybe realizing. I know he's a genius, um, but also I think that if he's 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 learning things from these experiences and he's just continuing to let it happen and not being such you know i don't know like locking her out for good because as they pointed out he can do that he can keep her out if he really wanted to yeah um but maybe he just misses he would miss her maybe he'd miss the frustration i mean i know that I get on my sister's nerves a lot of the times, but if <laughs> I stop bugging them- You do it
0: intentionally. I do,
1: and she does, does it intentionally. What I'm saying is if I stopped and I was just a normal person, they probably would miss that. And so I think that a lot of this is subconscious on his part. All that to say it's plausible, but not so much in an intentional textbook way. Did that help you at all?
0: Yes. Is it all right if I look something up real quick? It is all right. Okay. I will allow it. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I will also go with a plausible. I will say it's because he is a boy mm-hmm. genius. What I was looking up is that he's 8 years old. Yeah. Um that's kind of an average house age in our household as far yeah. as children go and Our kids are really smart, Mm -hmm. but they also are kids and forget about a lot of stuff. And we Mm -hmm. have a puppy right now. Mm -hmm. And our puppy loves to chew stuff up. And as smart as my kids are and as much as they love their toys and, I mean, even books, they leave them laying out. And that dog chews them up.
1: 100% at the time.
0: Yep. Just had to pay a great big library fine because the library book got chewed up. And that's why I'm going to say this is plausible. It's almost like... Our little puppy, Ace, is Dee Dee. They love (laughs) Ace. The girls love Ace. They think he's so cute. But they never remember to put their stuff up. And then he tears up their stuff, and they get super upset about it. But then they only have themselves to blame because they didn't put their stuff up.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But then they also go, eh, he's just a puppy. And then they get over it. And I kind of feel like Dexter could almost be the same way with that of – he loves his sister, but he's a little kid, so he always forgets about, and maybe he does have ADHD, and he's hyper-fixated on the experiment he's doing right then. He forgets about, I need to put up these security measure- measures to keep Dee out.
1: Yeah. That wouldn't really be chaos engineering, would
0: it? No, it wouldn't. Um, I guess not. So what are you saying? Are you so saying then, I shouldn't do that? Then,
1: then your uh, rating would probably be unlikely, because this theory particularly is saying chaos engineering is the reason.
0: Oh, okay. All right, then you're right. That he's I will say unlikely her do it. I'll say unlikely then. I think it's totally um not intentional that she's getting in. It's just the fact that he's an 8-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't look up how old she is, but that's that's what's going on here of he he isn't thinking about it and she's getting in there and being a kid and Gotcha. Breaking stuff. That's yeah. what they do. That's
1: what kids do. They <laughs> do. They have a lot of experience with that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this was fun to bring up. I love this show and it was great to have a Dexter's Live Theory. I think we've got at least one more that we can cover at some point. So um with all of that said, I believe that it's time to bring this episode to a close. But before we do, um, I have a hidden movie reference. To mm. share with y'all. No, I know how much you guys lovely, love these whenever yeah. uh, something is a reference to something. Stop looking at it. Don't cheat. <laughs> uh, you know Black Panther 2 is coming out soon. This is probably why this detail recently leaked about Black Panther 1. Reddit user MantaRay1 pointed out, at the start of Black Panther, you can see young Killmonger playing basketball. This is a reference to the fact that he would grow up to be Michael Jordan. <laughs> And Basketball Jones Michael
0: (laughs) (laughs) You gonna sing it? No Oh good Basketball Jones You just did You're a liar (laughs) That's all I know about the song Oh my gosh
1: But anyway yeah That was fun
0: Yeah That was was an (laughs) awesome one Spencer Mm -mm. Michael Jordan Okay Okay, cool Well this has been Fan Theory Queries And I'm Laura
1: I'm Michael And I'm Spencer Boom Did I scare you? Our next episode begins our Freaky Friday series where we celebrate the spooky season by covering fan theories about horror movies and halloween themed topics like murder and cannibalism. Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on our discussion of whether or not Pennywise and Mary Poppins are members of the same species. Makes sense to me. And I'm Spencer. Boo!
0: I don't know, but I found these results on
1: search. (laughs) I did not say (laughs) that. Did I? Lights off.
0: Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West, Art Smart, and attaboy, Clarence!